evening, everybody. Welcome to our Wednesday Night Live. Mate, I reckon you should actually just let that run for a little bit longer. That is so cool, actually. Yeah. We could. Live in ACDC. Eh? Live in ACDC. ACDC. You should make it run a little bit longer. I love that. All right, I'll send it to you. You can edit it. Have you heard of them before, ACDC? No. No, who are they? Oh, they're Australian band. Apparently apparently they did all right for themselves back in the day. Apparently they did. Yeah. I'm trying to to, to find them on their net. How do you spell ACDC? I don't, a a and now. then it's S something. Is I'm not sure. A S E E. Yeah, that'll do it. Just Google that. Is there a hashtag for ACDC? Is there a hashtag for ACDC? I'll just put the hashtag here. Yeah, we are. Just but just throw the little lightning emoji in the middle of it. You'll be right. <laughs> oh, that's where that emoji comes from. That's exactly well, right. Welcome, that's gentlemen, where it comes to a from. Wednesday night uh, afternoon gathering here. It's, uh, I am early, but I'm late. My phone keeps ringing, but I'm here. But funny enough, I actually do know ACDC as well. Bon Scott, quite possibly ACDC pre Brian Johnson, best era ever. Yeah, really? uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, there you go. They were all right. They were all right. I reckon they played at Catanning too, you know. You reckon? I reckon they did. It's entirely possible. That they come down and played at Catanning. Go on, sorry. I was going to say, for a grand total of, like, I might be, it might have been $5 or a dollar or something to get in to play, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it did take him several years to become an overnight success, you know. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, I like, like everything. About, about 13 minutes through my 15 minutes of fame at the moment. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> See where this takes me. Oh, <laughs> dear, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you where it's going to take me today. I'm going straight to the fire today. Yeah, like, I know you like get cold in the eastern states, but. Yeah, it is. It is bitterly cold over here in WA today, and everyone's oh, cold. Bad day. news for you, Yogi. It's the uh, hottest. The world's had its hottest day. You know that our average temperature today is the hottest it's been ever, apparently. Really? Oh, yeah, well, around the world. Well, well, around the world. Yep. Yeah. No, apparently, it's big news, oh. mate. It's all. It's all uh, climate change. It's all man-made. Uh, man-made carbon getting into the atmosphere and all that sort of shit. Oh, don't worry about. Yeah. Don't worry about bloody uh, volcanoes going off their tripe and the. Around the world and spewing more carbon out in a few hours that we've spewed out yeah. our entire existence, but don't. No, so it's all our fault. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, well, well. First things first, you shut all the planes down. Yep. That's, that's right. I mean, that'll that'll eliminate most of the carbon in the world if we don't fly anywhere. So yeah, don't don't down. fly anywhere. That'll do it. Don't fly anywhere. Mm. Yeah, go back to go back to the days of sail. I saw there on the news that they're talking about using dirty great big sails now to help pull the uh, cargo ships across the uh, across the oceans. That's apparently a big idea now. Apparently, it's a new idea. We've never done that before. Have we never used the sail to propel no. a boat before? No, no. Apparently, it's right. just a, it's a new idea now. You could they've got like a paraglider sail, right? And uh, apparently you can trim them to the wind and, and sort of choose pretty much which way you want to go. So it's great until there is no wind, of course. Then you're a little bit screwed. But Then you're stuck. Then you're a little bit stuck. But uh, apparently, no, it's a great, great, great new breakthrough idea 
I think maybe they should Google, I don't know, Cutting Sark or um, HMS Victory or something, something like that, you know. It's, I think it's been done. I think it's been done before. Having said that, I say this, let's return to the days of sale. Let's slow this world down a little bit. That'd be good. Or oh, maybe the first fleet. Didn't the first fleet sail around the world? No, no, they came on motor launches. They did. Uh, they came on motor launches. So it, oh, I see you're right into this, aren't you? Because we know oh, you yeah. talk about, you love your war stories and ancient history. and I do. And uh, and actually, where I've gone to smoke and meat. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. nothing wrong you're with smoking meat. Stories. And I'm smoking meat. That's but tell you what, I'm, yeah. just on smoking meat, Rose bought an air fryer during the week. We've never had an air fryer. <laughs> Rose bought an air fryer. Well, I've had pork bellies from the air fryer already. I had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had ribs tonight, mate. Oh, you, Buddy, you just can't go wrong with it. Mate, you cannot go wrong with an air fryer. What a st- She blew up an egg in it, though. <laughs> don't cook eggs. Yeah, I don't think they like eggs, do they? Yeah. Don't, yeah. But uh, it made a bit of a noise too. It went off <laughs> like a rifle shot. In the oh, like a like a proper egg, like a hard yeah, egg. like an egg egg, like an egg egg. What is I that? I just want to answer your phone. We are on the radio, you know. Well, it is a bit loud. Yeah, no one can hear me though. No one can hear you. Yeah, they can. Oh, no, I've actually got to take that one. I will. I'll be back. You two talk. We'll talk amongst ourselves. You can't take that one. Yeah, right. I'll be back in a minute. Make sure. Make just sure you the, just leave the soundproof booze. Just, uh, <laughs> just make sure you leave the room, right? Yes. I don't want to hear you talking to your girlfriend. I don't, no, no. I, don't, I don't care if you get an Uber Eats or whatever you're doing. No, we don't really no. care if they're at the front no. door. Like, yeah. No, no, that, I, I know that sound. That's just that's the secret work mm. phone, that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back in a minute. You go and, you go and deal with that. We'll just talk amongst ourselves. All right, mate. Hey, um... Oh, no, thank you very much. Oh, uh, so now that it's on, can we press that red button now? Like you always can we press the red can. one? Can we press no, the we red don't. button? No, come on. No, don't press the red come button. On. Now that he's gone, <laughs> maybe I'll just press the red button. Like, why don't we just press the red button? Won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, he can't hear us, though. I had no idea to hear this on the radio. I can't. He just said that. So it's only me and you on the radio. We're back, on the radio. we're back. We're back to air frying. I mean, you, you, you've gone and you've gone and have you tried everything in the air fry? Like you just no. got air fry everything. No, we've only had it for a few days. We've had we've had a pork belly. We've had some ribs. Rose has been doing the bacon in it. Bacon. Rose bacon. has been doing the uh, Rose has been doing the uh, bacon. Yep. And this was this was where we sort of decided she'd she'd try and do the egg, and that was a little bit of a a little yeah. bit of a mess that was. Yeah, right. On. But uh, no, that was no good. But uh, oh no, air fryer, what a great thing! Apparently, some guys have got them in their trucks these days. Yeah, I've heard that. Because <laughs> you got inverted, you might as well run an air fryer. Yeah, like, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's a little bit messy. It's not as if it's not a no mess option, is it? Oh, well, it's all in the air fryer. I cannot, I cannot concentrate because I can hear him talking. Well, it's hard work, isn't it? We're, we're very professionally, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the radio on a Wednesday night. What a we've top got, show. We've got two things going on in our headsets, and uh, we're trying to concentrate on, you know, basically talking I'm, about... I'm, I'm, running I'm, I'm, I'm pleased I'm pleased he's, he's actually getting the business sorted out in, in the background there. No, they're, they're quite good. 
they're quite good, the air fryers. I'm very, very impressed with it. Anyway, you want to know what the most disappointing part about this day, Yogi? Okay, mate. Well, we went and bought this one, right? It's a Russell Hobbs air fryer. It's quite a nice unit. does everything quite nicely. Fancy. Uh, very fancy. But there's a big, there's, like, there's a big special. And wouldn't you know it, there's an Audi special buy air fryer in about two weeks' time, which is, like, half again, bigger. And you can, oh. fit more stuff, you can fit more stuff in. And I said a rose. It's got a rotisserie in it and everything, apparently. I said oh, a rose. Fancy one. Go out and lash out and buy another one. She said, well, then we'll have two. I said, well, we'll only have two if you don't give one away. Well, you can yeah, have two. So you can have two. You can absolutely have two. There's no reason yeah. why we can't have two. Well, no, I mean, there is. No, 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 reason. No, reason, no reason whatsoever why we can't have two. Uh, there you go. But Well, that, that, might, that might lead into, you know, into the discussion about health and truck drivers and what we do tonight, you know? Like, well... Yeah, should we bring out a truck and life air fryer? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, had, with I had someone on the phone only yesterday <laughs> trying to yeah. corner me on, on what all the merch was. And yeah. you know those shirts that we had up at the truck show? Yeah. Um, I reckon that we could sell those. <laughs> oh. I reckon we should talk about this off air. <laughs> I, just said, I, just said the, I just said to the gentleman who was talking, I know you're listening, how are you, mate? I just said that those six shirts were, were sort of fairly unique and they probably wouldn't be for sale for any price. Hmm. Those six shirts? No, 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 no. But there were, were going to be other shirts, so don't, you know, don't worry about that. And there'll be hats and other stuff as well. There'll be plenty, plenty for everybody. There'll be yeah, there'll be a bit of there. There'll be a little bit. We're, but we're, we're concentrating on the art of selling the magazine. We're getting started. We've got to walk before we can run. Yeah. Mm. And I had another chap, had another chap tell me that we should be coming back monthly again. I've had that conversation several times oh. now. Yeah, yeah, easy there, easy there. I said, yeah, I was basically said, well, if you want to chuck a couple of hundred thousand at me. <laughs> Go for it. Well, go yeah. for it. We'll make it a monthly from next month. Not a problem. I'm not sure how Sonia will go. I reckon she'll have an aneurysm if we try to do that. She'll oh, be fine. No, she'll be fine. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's quite quite interesting. Mm. Um, I, hope, I hope she's enjoyed her holiday. Come back. Yeah, but come back. Time. Time to come back. <laughs> Wait, up there. Yeah, hurry up. Put your wine shirt on in the backyard. Pretend you're filming all those. Come back that's to the front of the computer. We've got something. We've got to get that's right. No, we've, no, we... we've been given a little bonus in Truck and Life. Uh, <laughs> so we've got room to be a bonus, so we're going to make it happen. So we need we, we, need, we, need, we need a few things done. But, but before, before, talking before Truck we... and Life, yeah. talking Truck and Life, talking what we're doing, talking yeah. where we're up to. Now, can I, can I interrupt you something else before we get stuck into this health issue that we're going to talk about? Sure. Well, I was talking about subscriptions and truck and life, but go. Yeah. No, I'm not just talking about subscriptions and truck and life now. Though. People, get your subscription to truck and life. Go to www.truckandlife.net.au. Subscribe now. You won't be sorry. Thanks very much. There you go. That's, well, that's that conversation. What I was going to say, now. it's at the, at the printer. And so now is a good yep. chance to secure your first edition truck and life by going and subscribing right now. Yeah, well, we do have some. We do have a couple of things that we've got to take care of. So, 
if if you get your subscription in now, it'll be mailed out straight from the mailhouse at the printers when it's done. It's being printed in Melbourne. It's not being printed in China or Vietnam or somewhere else. We're printing it in Melbourne. So uh, it'll be printed. It'll be posted from Melbourne to wherever you wherever it is. We are posting in New Zealand. We are posting all over Australia. We've even got a couple going to the States, I think. Um, so there's no no reason why we can't take care of it now. If you leave it until after about the 13th, then we can't get you on the subscriber list to be mailed from the mail house. It won't be mailed out until uh, about the 3rd or 4th of August when we get them in our hot little hand just, just before the... Uh, you know, truck show. So you might be, unless you come to the casino, then it's not a problem. But uh, yeah. that's the, that's the challenge. But after that, obviously, the next one's going to be out in November, mm. and uh, and then after that will be February, and then May, and uh, obviously we'll be making some decisions by that time about what what we're doing with respect to frequency and and all that sort of stuff. But November's going to be a huge month. A lot of stuff going on in, in November, truck show wise. There's a, there's a few things happening, but uh, yeah, there you go. Anything yeah. to add, Yogi? No, that's where I was going. <laughs> oh, yeah, get in, get some. No, oh, I was just going to keep it simple and get go subscribe right now. That was simple. Well, it's, a, it's an editor of Truck and Life Simple. You did keep it under a thousand words. Yeah. Good point. I get paid by the word, mate. You know that. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I oh, know we've got issues with pilots that are paid by the word. You're not. You're paid by the kilometer. Zip it. <laughs> paid, paid by the word. <laughs> now, just for everyone that doesn't know, uh, at the end of August, the 24th, 25th, 26th of August, is the uh, is the weekend. Up at uh, up at Alice Springs at the Road Transport Hall of Fame, the Festival of Transport they're calling it, known to the old boys as the reunion. And this year is fairly special because the the gentleman that uh, took part in the Razorback Blockade, the six, the Razorback Six, will be honoured with a, an inaugural award called the History Makers Award. Truck and Life is supporting that that uh, event. And we are arranging for the uh, for the three surviving members plus a couple of other family members to be flown up there. And uh, we're, well, I'm asking I'm asking the listeners if they wouldn't mind contacting me if you can spare some some dollars to help us sponsor that event to pay for the airfares for the guys and their wives to go up there. So uh, just thought I'd make that appeal. You can email me, editor at truckandlife.net.au. If you're a supplier that's listening to this, if you've got a business and you're listening to this, I'll be more than happy to trade you an ad for some sponsorship to help give those guys a little bit of funds to give back to them because when they gave to our industry back in 1979, they gave they gave everything that they had and uh, sometimes the industry wasn't very kind to people that stood up. And uh, for us to now reimburse for an airfare or something like that's not not a lot to uh, to ask, I don't think. So we've got some sponsorship already, but I, I, I still need another probably uh, somewhere between five and eight thousand dollars to help make it all happen. And uh, one way or another, I'm going to make it happen. So there you go. That's all I've got to say about that. 
Craig? Yes, yes, sir. You're, uh, you're in Sorry, it? mate, you just woke me up. Did I wake you up, did I? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't have anything else to add to that. Thank you. Right. But Thank please, you. please, please help help this, these guys out to get there. And, and help, the, help, help them out and shut me out. That's the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes without saying, yeah. doesn't it? That goes without saying. Mm. Yeah. No. So. no. Yeah, so, we'd, we'd like as many up there as we can and up at yeah. uh, Alice Al, Al Springs into action and... Uh, yeah, it'd be fantastic. So, well, Rose, well, Rose and I are going. You're not coming because you're going to be over at the uh, Darren Egg Show that weekend. Yeah, yeah Darren right? Field Day. Yeah, that that that's, that that exact day. Oh, no, funny. it's on the 20, uh, 29th, 30th, I think, Darren Field Day. Yeah, but you've got, like, you'll be, you'll be flat knackered just going backwards and forwards doing your thing. Yeah, start of, our, start of our busy season, uh, yeah. about mid, mid-August through to mid-September, we sort of... You work thirty days and thirty nights, and you know. And I hope you take all your. I hope you take all your mandated logbook rest breaks there, Yogi. <laughs> uh, yeah, WA, you can drive fourteen hours a day, six days a week, and happy days. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. when when the actual field days are on is when we have the days off because you can't mm. do anything while they're on. Yeah. So you, so we we end up with a, a Thursday Friday thing or a Wednesday Thursday off. In the middle of the week. And in, in the middle of the week, yeah. So, yeah, you just grease the truck, get a bit of maintenance done, catch on bookwork, and then, yep. yeah, bugger me, you're back at the gate ready to pull all the stuff out. So it's um, it's quite a full-on. I mean, one, one year I did 43 loads into Darren Field Day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was back when I was running for a big company. And, yeah, we had we had a fair amount of cartage in there. So you start around about the 10th or 12th of August, and you just start running gear in there flat, flat out. And it's... Um, yeah, she's a big show. It's Thirty or forty thousand people sort of walk through the door there at Darren, and yeah. and then they have another show a week after, and then there's another show two weeks prior. So yeah, so they sort of try and get them all into one block here in Western Australia, which is which is good and bad and ugly, but uh, yeah, we we do it. Been doing it for probably sixteen or seventeen years now. It's um, it becomes the start of the season, the go time of the year. Mm, pretty oh, full on, I'd imagine. Pretty, yeah. And and we love like so in the years gone by I've been I've been at Darren Field Day in the rain and you know when you're standing there in the rain at the end of August it's going to be good yeah but I've also stood there when it's been thirty degrees and you know that's going to be a bad bad year when it's thirty degrees at Darren at the end of August like it's all over everything's cooked already so yeah, yeah. yeah she's interesting times it can be really 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 great or it can be a like very somber event you know. Well, you'd like it to be you'd like it to be a pleasant day, but you don't want it to be thirty degrees, do you? Nah, it's not pleasant when it's windy and thirty degrees. Mm. No doubt about it. So. Yeah. All right, well that's that one. So I don't know if I don't know if Craig and Colette are coming. I hope they are because it'll take me a little while to get around these uh these fellas and have a bit of a chat with them. There's gonna be a lot of guys there. Yeah, we're we're doing our best to get there. I think you should. It's one of those things. It's a, it's one of those sort of mecca experiences, really. Um, to to coin a phrase, I mean, uh, like it's like casino. It's one of those things that you really should try and do at least once in your life. You know, yeah. Go and go and be a part of some of these things, some of these big things that happen. Take and if you're happen. um, if you're sort of undernard and kind of don't know anyone up there, this year is a really good chance to go because. A lot of big industry people are going up there. It'll be 
very well represented from 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 the, from Razorback era and right through. So, if you're not sure and you don't really, you reckon you sort of know too many people out there, you'll make you'll get some good mates out of this week. Well, that week, yep. mm. some great stories, some great stories to be to be heard and to be told. Just coming up, coming to uncles on the Friday night. There'll be a few of us there. Say good day and. Uh, you know, we'll have a beer and a bit of a chat and uh, the truckies breakfast on Saturday morning, of course. Transport Women Australia Limited breakfast on the Friday morning. And uh, there's a, there's a red, what they're calling the red ball on uh, on Saturday night. And the induction ceremony and the investiture of these guys with this award will be on Saturday afternoon. Um, it's a very special moment in the transport industry calendar. And I'd, you know, I'd like to see as many of you there as I can. Hmm. So that's that yeah. one. That's that one. Now, the health issue. Do you want to talk about that? Where do you want to start with? That's your idea, Craig. Let's start with you. Was it mine, was it? It was your idea. Yeah, right, eh? No, it was actually just talking the other day, me and Yogi, and yeah. yeah. about um, some issues, one one that I've faced, that, um, you know, we, we all are hammered by our partners and doctors and whatever to go and get health checkups and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's some underlying factors that, that um, makes it very difficult when when there are conditions that you may have and there's a threat that your licence will be taken off you if mm. you're diabetic or whatever. So, you know, I just want to have that discussion about how how people are dealing with this and how do we approach our health professionals about getting a different message out there for, for to actually promote us to go there and get um, problems fixed rather than come in here and we might take your livelihood away. I think part of the problem that we've got to face and, and, and the unanswered, the unanswered questions, we don't want to ask the questions because we don't want to know the answer. And we think that once we start asking the questions, the whole thing's going to be bigger than being heard. And uh, I've got some personal experience of this because I had a couple of heart attacks mm. and, and had, yep. had to jump through the had to jump through the hoops to get the license back a couple of times. Yeah, um, We did reach out to uh, a few people today, doctors and, and things, to see if we can get some people on to talk about this, some healthcare professionals and that. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to achieve that. So those of you who are listening should bear in mind that you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about my experience, but my experience is unique to me and yours may be different. So all I can encourage people to do is go and have the checkups. Don't, don't be like me and discover on the side of the road at, at, um, that you're having a heart attack and you really should be calling the ambulance because then it is bigger than being a... Yeah. But uh, there are plenty of opportunities to get off the bus. It's the same with diabetes. Uh, I know plenty of diabetics who are driving. Uh, Sleep apnea is another one. It's it's another one. There are plenty of people with sleep apnea driving. The issue is not not from dealing with it. The issue is from not dealing with it. Just because you've got sleep apnea doesn't necessarily mean you're going to take they're going to take your license off you. Mm. What a what a. I'd be interested to know. I mean, we, we, we think when we go and have a checkup or you go to the doctor or you go and talk to a health professional that you're going to walk out and it's all over. They're going to yep. take me license off me. It's all done. I'd be interested yep. to know if, it's, if, if anyone's actually ever been that and it actually has happened or do, do you not know your signs of where you're up to or, or your body? Like, 
of what's actually going on. I, I, I mean, I, we, we have a medical in West Australia every three years. Uh, I think over 55, it's every 12 months, I think, is what yeah. the West Australian one is. Um, and, and, over, and over 50 on the East Coast and New South Wales. But if for our accreditation, you must yeah. have a medical, current medical. Yeah. So yeah, so we, it's same. I think same in 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 the West here, you know. So yeah. so yeah, I mean, I, like I know my blood pressure's always been up. I know I'm yeah. a bigger bloke. I understand that. There's no dramas with that. But you know, you sit in sit in the waiting room and you start stressing about your blood pressure, and you can start feeling your hands going bum 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 bum. <laughs> you know, you're starting to pump, you're starting to pump, and you go. Oh man, oh man, I'll get a bit of white coat fever here and get it go yeah. through the roof and oh no, they're gonna take me license off me, you know, like I'm gonna fail me medical and yeah. they're gonna take me license off me. So you start jumping out of your skin really and, and trying to calm it down and, and, and do all these things that just to try and stop what you're thinking. But your brain's the most powerful tool you've got and it'll always make you think bad things. So yeah. I'd, I'd be interested if people, yeah, if anyone's ever been that sick that they kinda of did actually go, Right, oh no, you're done, you're you know, like you're all parked up. I know a few people have told me they've stopped driving yeah. because of medical reasons and stuff like that. But yeah, whether well, whether it's come to fruition or not. If anyone wants to call in and have a talk about their experience, if they want to, oh four nine one eight two five six double three. It's oh four nine one eight two five six double three. We take your call. Um, I know for for me, um, having the chest pain on the side of the road and getting taken to hospital in air and then getting taken up to uh, to Townsville and having a, a couple of stents put in my heart, I know that, uh, you know, I should have dealt with it beforehand. Um, I mean, I've got no excuse. I've got a background in the health industry, so I've got no excuse. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> um, and, you know, I can only say to you that, that uh, in retrospect, I should have dealt with things differently uh, and it wasn't the first time either. I'd had a heart attack before that. So I, I knew exactly what was going on. And I should have dealt with it differently. The worst part about it was was that, you know, I was several thousand kilometres away from, from home. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was in North Queensland in our depots in like, Port Kembla. Um, I was lucky enough to have a boss who was fairly understanding and I still worked with the same bloke. And... Uh, and uh, you know the the reality was that we ended up they ended up flying someone up to pick the truck up. The missus, missus ended up flying up and staying up there. And it was just a headache. I could have dealt with it all from the comfort of my lounge room, you know. Yeah. And bloody well should have done. Uh, yeah. And and you know I might have had a little bit of a blip on the radar, but I, I certainly wouldn't have been off work for as long as I was. Yeah, okay. And, and I mean, there are people with sleep apnea, the same, diabetics, the same. I mean, I know a guy that drives a truck that's only got half of one leg. You know, yeah. so, I mean, it's not it's not unheard of. There are ways around these things, but if you don't talk about it and you let it fester and develop, well, that's where the problems start to happen, I think. I mean, yeah, one leads to another, and, you know, we end up with a little problem that turns into a big problem. Mm. Well, the key is that you've got to talk to your doctor. Yeah. And, I mean, your doctor knows what you, what you do for a living. You have to be candid and, 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 and you know, let's be frank, really. You've got yeah. to tell, tell your doctor the truth. I mean, they're not going to go out and take out a notice at the local Woolies and, <laughs> and uh, you know, put it up on the notice board, what's going on with you, because they just they don't. And, 
you've got to trust what they what you tell them is remains confidential. They're not really obligated to report things initially to the to the license. I would find it amazing if someone's lost their license straight away. I would. Yeah. If that's the case, Mike, what we need to get out there because there is a a fear from Mm. people that this is going to happen. And Mm. and I've actually heard it, it's actually been said to me, I've heard it said to others that if these things aren't brought under control, and this is after Mm. me being to a doctor, but if this is what's out there, you know, then people do can mismanage information, I suppose. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I mean, look at the fear-mongering that goes on in the industry as it is. Mm-hmm. So we get things like that and you can see every day that, you know, a lot of people operate under accreditation where you need to have medicals and us are being over 50s every 12 months. Now, yeah, there's no way that those medicals have been completed correctly gauging on, on what's in the industry. Well, you can, you, can, you can look at what happens. I mean, I've spoken to... I've had my cardiologist on the podcast. I've had uh, a consultant gastroenterologist on the on the show talking about um, you know bowel function and and um, our gut and and the fact that you know we all we, we're all uh, a lot of us are overweight. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of guys out there that smoke and drink plenty of Coca Cola and and other things. Um, we certainly don't get the level of exercise we should do, but the majority of us. There are some guys out there who are, you know, physical, physically very good specimens, but I can tell you now the vast majority of us aren't. And we're looking at a, at a situation now where we're going to be expected to, to live and work longer. Um, and it's all very well for people who work in offices to say work longer, but there are guys out here um, that, that uh, really struggle. Truckies have back issues, they have throat issues, neck issues. A lot of them smoke. A lot of guys smoke. I used to smoke like a train. Um, Not like an electric train, obviously. No, I wasn't an electric train, mate. I was a full-on bloody uh, CO2 producer. (laughs) I was, mate. (laughs) Rolling coal. I was rolling coal straight out the side of the mouth. One in, one out. That's right. I I used to light one off the other. Rose will tell you, mate, she sat in the cab of a 950 with me when I was smoking. She didn't smoke. Must have been terrible for her. It really must have been in retrospect. Yeah. Um, never, never smoked, boys. Have you? Never. No, no, mate. Well, there you go. Could I honestly could not think of anything worse than lighting up a cigarette and letting it go into your system. I still crave a cigarette from time to time. You know. Really? Yeah, it's been it's been. Um, oh, gee, it'd have to be thirteen or fourteen years at least since I've had a cigarette. Right, eh? I used to really, really, really enjoy a uh, a uh, like sit down after a feed uh, with a glass of port and a cigar. That was just it was just heaven. That was. I could see the merit in that, but I can't see the merit in like actually smoking. And, I, and I've got a mate of mine who's uh, in his fifties over here. Same deal. Never smoked. Yeah, right. Started working in a pub. He's up mum and dad owned a pub here in town. Never smoked. And he yeah, he's a cheap carter. And, yeah. uh, and he said, I, I, I see bikes carting sheep and they finish loading sheep and the first thing they do is light up a cigarette. Yeah. Going, I, I could not think of anything worse <laughs> after huffing and puffing than putting something hot into your lungs or whatever. I've never, I've done it. 
I've never had a drag of a... Of You've a got no idea how good that nicotine hit feels, ah. mate, I'm telling you. Ah, well, I have, because I might not look like I'm in good health, but I'm actually in reasonably good health. After my million checkups last year. <laughs> yeah. So you're like the big healthy bear. Well, I am a big healthy bear. I, I know that. I probably, I reckon, I probably had thirty blood tests last year, which uh, with uh, long term side effects from the Pfizer vaccine. Is why mm. where I ended up with a blood test. So yeah, yeah. Well, they they locked me up in hospital for a very long time and uh, tried to figure out what happened and what was going on. And um, yeah, they pulled up like they pulled. Ross River fever, they pulled blood out of me for everything. And it helps that the person pulling blood out of my arm was Amanda's best mate and she just tested prevalent. So but yeah. it come back and all my all my uh, all my blood levels were spot on. So you sure it wasn't because she was pulling blood out of her arm just to be vindictive because she was Amanda's <laughs> best mate. <and> she was <laughs> saying, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I thought we we can't give blood here in Katanning and I I love giving blood. I reckon it's yeah. the best thing you could ever do. The yeah. stuff just streams out of my body. I, I want to give really? as much as I can. Yeah. Fill, fill the bag in about eight minutes. We're done. Get another one in. Like, get them in, get them out. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> but we can't do it. <laughs> we can't do it because it's got to be transported down here. So it doesn't, just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, blood donor, blood donor thing is, is one of those things that's pretty good value. They, they do, they certainly do get a fair bit out of the, uh, the one donor, out of the one donation. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think it's great, you know. But anyway, yeah, so no, we had blood tests and, uh, yeah, it was good. But, uh, yeah, everything was right. But, I mean, uh, look, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, you think you're swimming along all right. I know, look, I know my blood pressure's high, I suppose, and I know I carry yeah. extra weight. But, um, yeah. Hey, you... Hello, what's going on there in the background? We've got a caller here. I'm not sure who it is. So we might bring it in. You have to get off your hands free, mate, though. Hello. Hey, I've got finally got the head change. Yeah, it's Mickey and um, Yogi and um, Mike and Greg. Here you go. I'm fine now. Um, about the medicals, I've got diabetes and a heart issue. Yeah. It's very important to actually go and see your doctors, get them on side, and um, so that they can start looking after you. Um, I've just had another blood test and the doctor's very surprised on the results because I've been on a low-carb diet and all my levels are back to, to where they should be now. Um, I've got an issue with one of the valves in my heart and the cardio's happy. I've just done stress tests and echo stress and such forth. You've had a whole lot, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I partied pretty hard back in the years ago. Um, now, a lot of these doctors will do consultations over the phone these days, unless yeah. you actually have to be there and talk to in person. They will talk to you on the phone. Um, I was chatting to my boss the other day, and he uh, said that with an ageing driver, drivers and such forth, He's now juggling medical appointments for the drivers to get them home on time so they can do this stuff. And it's getting harder and harder, he said, Dave, to make sure the drivers can actually get there. And he's, and he's very good like that. Um, yeah, come on. Now, now, with the stuff, things like a low-carb diet, 
it's very hard to get food on the highway, so I have to do all my own cooking and that, bring it with me. But there are places out here that do have good food, but everything in the takeaway joints and rodehouses is now as deep fried in them and batter and bread crumbs, which is not low carb. Mm. Um, very hard to get food. So um, do, and do you avoid all sugars? Yes, yeah, very strict. No bread, no pasta, no potatoes. Um, eat a lot of meat, eggs, cheese, cabana. Um, the uh, ice blocks, like sodium, uh, we call them super dupers, but the zero sugar version. Yeah, right. That's something yeah. to snack on. You can eat strawberries, watermelons. Um, but you've got to pre-prepare everything, take it with you. So um, were you on medication to um, yes. to help you yes. get... Are you still on medication? He's actually reduced it the, uh, last week. Right, OK. He's reduced me medication for diabetes. Um, my cholesterol's back down to normal. My blood pressure drops. Um, I sleep a lot better. I don't snore. I can... When I go to sleep, I actually sleep. And like last night, a bit of a stuff up in Brisbane. So I needed to overnight into Sydney. Not a problem. Um, yeah. I can drive a lot easier. And it's just for the pre, pre preparation to it with your food and that and the attitude. And you can do it. Mm. Um, yeah, no, a lot of the drivers out here, I know, I've talked to them. Uh, how would you put it? Um, yeah, they're worried about going to see a doctor because my doctor has no bedside manner at all. <laughs> now, he, has, he said, yeah. he said uh, when you, your blood sugar's on your three monthly uh, test, hit nine in Queensland, yeah. you do not have a license. Simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he, was, he, he was threatening me. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, maybe maybe he was threatening you, but I mean the, the nine average I mean, people like there are a lot of people out there aren't going to know what you're talking about, that, that HB1AC reading you're talking about yeah. there. So um, that's the what that is, is the average blood sugar reading that you're talking about. So yeah. uh, it's over the period of three months, and you're right, it's got to be below nine. But yeah. I think there's a little bit of latitude if you've got a oh, if yeah. you've got a you know um, one reading, you know, slightly over nine, they're not going to take the license off you for that, surely. Um, no, well, then you start talking about insulin and, and these new fancy drugs and stuff. Yeah. It, get, it gets harder and harder yeah, to it does. maintain those levels as you get it older. Does. It does, absolutely. But it's also, like you said, I mean, you're obviously doing the right thing. You're being careful about what you're eating. And so, therefore, you're, you know, you're not loading yourself up with all those, those carbohydrates and your body turns that straight into sugar, by the way. So, you know, there's, there's all that sort of stuff going on. And are you an insulin-dependent diabetic or not insulin-dependent? No, no, just um, tablets. Yeah, so you're um, more diet, you're diet and tablet-controlled rather than insulin-controlled. Yes. So there's yes. two different types of diabetics, one... Yep. One, some need insulin to have their diabetes kept under control, and and you don't. Actually, your yours is a little bit more difficult to control because 
Uh, but it's very, very conditional on what you eat and what you don't eat and, and, uh, and, and how you look after yourself with respect to your medication goes. Okay. Like, I, uh, I know some diabetics who, um, who uh, manipulate their uh, insulin a little bit to sort of try and smooth it. But there, there are things that, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the brand now, Life Force or something I think it is, not sure. It's a scanner that you you can get if you're a diabetic to to put on to monitor your daily insulin levels. Uh, sorry, your daily blood sugar levels. <clears throat> There's plenty of stuff out there to help you manage these things, but you've got to have the conversation with your doctor to get onto this stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. There's no, the big another big problem is actually getting to a doctor. Yeah, you know, talk yeah. to one. Um, a lot of doctors, like GPs, yep. aren't taking any more patients on. Then you, I, I had this a few years ago where, when I started having these issues where I needed to see a doctor, you can't see a doctor. Uh, uh, how would you put it? Uh, you just can't walk into a GP and say, oh, I want to see a doctor. Mm. It just, mm. They just turn you away. Unless you've you know, got a limb hanging off or something. Uh, no one wants to see you. You try and explain to them, but my job doesn't allow me to come back tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. I won't be here. Yeah, um, that, that's I'm, always I'm lucky. I've got a doctor. Yeah, I'm yeah. lucky. I'm, um, he, the, the, our doctor is a family doctor, and he fits me in. If I need to see him, he will fit me in when I'm in town. Otherwise, yeah. we, we talk on the phone. Or the or the wife goes and picks stuff up and, yeah. and does all that. Yeah. But that's um, a relationship that you've got to develop over time. It's not something that happens yes. in five minutes flat. Mm. So and, and you, you know, and you try and get into a cardio. You have an issue yeah. with your license. The, the transport department doesn't won't accept that you can't book him for three or four months. They want that bit of paper signed and. Then you get the the cardio three months away. Then he says, "Oh no, you have, need to have all these tests to find out what's going on." And this is a yeah. it's a long term project. Yeah, and it is. Uh, luckily, everything I had wasn't threatening my license straight away. But there are conditions where that's it. You just don't you're not allowed to drive simple. And. Um, you try and avoid them, but you've got to get in there, talk to your doctor, get a relationship going with them, so that when you do have problems, because I'm 61 now, yeah, and it's come to the stage where it, it's you slow down, your body doesn't work properly, um, and the authorities are getting harder and harder on this because yeah. folks are having, well, we see it every night of the week out here. You know, blokes go bush. You, know, you don't know if they passed out. Um, last week when my doctor rang up and asked me about my blood test results because he thought they were too good. Yeah. And I explained to him about my diet and that, told him what I'd done, and he said, oh, okay, that, that explains all that. And he was worried yeah. that I'm going to have, I think it's hypo or hypo. Yeah, hypo. Yeah. Blood, yeah, blood sugar drops. That's right. no, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, mean, I haven't felt crook or anything like that. And he said, well, if you do, 
have, have a lolly or keep lollies in the truck so you can get some sugar to yourself quickly if you yeah. start feeling funny. And he said, yeah, yeah I, I understand all that. I've got them. I've never opened a pack of the jelly beans that are sitting in the dash. They're there yeah. for emergency, but, you know, this is where you've got to learn this stuff. And, yeah, well, um, your, ba- your barley, sugars, barley sugar and orange juice are the two go-tos for that. Yeah. Actually. So, you know, yeah. you're starting to feel a little bit like that, then you, you go to the go to the roadhouse again and grab some orange juice. That's the, yeah. that's the go-to for that one. Well, well you've got to know what's happening first. Okay. Well, that's the other. That's the other thing. You've got to know what's going on. You've got to recognise what yeah. recognise what's happening to you. And I think the the issue with it is, is we don't know. I mean, a lot of truck drivers I've met over the years, uh, they're 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 tough buggers, and they uh, they uh, they fight through things. They fight through pain. They fight through fatigue. They fight through you know all those mental issues. We're not used to asking for help. We're used to being self-starters, and you know, I remember back. You know, you were called if you couldn't if you couldn't cut it, you were just a pussy. You were weak, and I think you know that that sort of an attitude has never served us well. And there are some of us, myself included, who are paying the price for that attitude. But we don't and, talk to each other, really. Well, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. We don't talk to each other. We we uh, you know the are you okay sort of thing is. Is something that's that's very very real. We've got to start talking to our mates, and uh, you know, obviously asking for a hand if you need one. That's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah it's good. Oh, I know a lot of the folks I drive with. You know, we're, they're friends, they're acquaintances, mm. um, and you get we don't see each other very often. We spend a lot of time talking on the phone or the UHF. Yep. But occasionally we see, uh, I was in the yard the other day, one of the blokes drove in and I walked up, you OK? You, you don't look right. He said, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm you know, just got the, something, something with cold or flu or something. He just got over and he, he looked, looked different to me. But you, know, you ask each other, you have a bit of a chat, but, geez, well, it, it is hard. Um, I remember the old days. Uh, every, there was a big table in every roadhouse. Every, you know, there was a big table at the driver's table. That's where you sat. And you might have known anybody at that table, but you all sit there and have a channel. Something. Yeah. Now you go into the BP, it was a BP, a case of, uh, sorry, Archfield the other night. Yeah. And there's 20 tables and there's 20 drivers sitting at one table each. Yeah. Uh, nobody was talking. No. And we yeah. you know, well, not talking about having big deep and men with these guys. It's how the how is it going and you know what happened down the road or someone so stuffed up down the road we have a bit of a laugh at him but Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. The BP at Archerfield one night and saw that what you were sitting at. There was about ten blokes all sitting at one table. And I was yeah. ordering me tea at the Bay Marie there and I looked around, I saw them all there and they were all looking fairly sad and I said Jesus, I wish you both bastard bastards and shut up or go back to bloody work or something. You're making too much racket. And they all looked at me and there was a bit of a laugh. And it, takes, it, takes someone to, it takes someone to do something stupid like that to start a conversation in that situation. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to interrupt anyone, you know, where we yeah. sort of... But it, it's, it's quite funny. What you say is absolutely correct, Nick. We, 
we do do that. We we are we're, we're like we're like you know we're all individuals, I think, and sometimes that's not good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you live, might, you live in your own head. Yeah, you, you live in your own head space all the time, don't you? And, you, yeah. and I suppose when you've got to go and interact with people, it can be good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. yeah. This is true. Okay. So, so, how are you going now, Mick? I mean, what'd you say you are? 61 or something? 61, um, or almost 62. Diabetes, a bit of a heart problem. But they said I might need a, a slight operation within five years, but they'll yeah. want for that. Um, the diabetes is, is dropping me tablets back. Um, yeah. So eventually he may declare me a non-diabetic. Yeah. But it's just making sure you eat the right food, and and, and it's it's very hard. It's taken me quite a lot a lot of time now to work out what I can and can't eat. Um, yeah. If in doubt, someone eat something, prick your finger. I'll prick your finger, do your blood sugar levels, eat it, wait 20 minutes, half an hour, do, a, do another test and see what the reaction to it is. Yeah, and you'll yeah, find yeah. out what your body reacts to because what, a, what my body reacts to is maybe not what your body reacts to. That's right. You know? We're all different. Yeah. And the, diet, the dietitians turn around and say, you can't eat this and you can't do that. They don't tell you what you can eat. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you I can tell you now what to eat and what not to eat, but when you're out here sitting in the truck, I want a snack. Yeah. I want something I want a snack on something and in <laughs> cabana and cheese and stuff like that. It's very boring after a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does. And yeah, you've been that's when you, you pull up, I'll go get a packet of salt and vinegar chips. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the worst the thing on. you can do. No, so no, no. You can go into the Bay yeah, Marie, you can go to the Bay Marie like I do at the BP at Barney after I've fueled up, you know. And I stroll in there and I, and I can just, I'm paying me fuel at the counter and you can smell the potato scallops right up the other end of the... Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you slip up there and see Maureen and get a couple of potatoes scallops. Man, they're nice, too. And bloody beautiful, they are. I can't help myself. I'm too weak. They scallops, though, or potato cakes? Well, they're potato scallops. They're scallops potato, mate. They're not... Oh. Uh, they're not mashed. Tech, right? <coughs> they're, they're, all, they're all covered in just checking. They can taste they nice. Are. They are. They, they taste nice. So, so, so I get me... Uh, I get me cup of takeaway coffee with, with, with getting the tank of fuel. And I go up there and I just cannot resist the potatoes. It always seems as though there's half a dozen in the Bay Marie. Yeah, they're just crispy and lovely, sitting there ready for you to take. Ah, uh, they scream at you. Like, eat me. You've got to have two. Well, you might have two, mate. I'll have three or four. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's the thing. Oh, my sister-in-law's a dietitian, and, and she's like, everything's good in moderation. So if you're going to have a go, just try and moderate it. <laughs> try and moderate it? <laughs> yeah. I can't help it, you know. Like, if there's a couple of bits, if there's a bit of crumb fish and a couple of potato scallops, that's it, mate. I'm done. Yeah. I know. We, we yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I cannot I'm confirm or deny, you know. I'm weak. I am weak. You know it. You know it. You've seen me in action. 
I'll, I'll say me in action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably the one bringing your pork belly to the supermarket there, Mike. That's right. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've got I've got slimy and stuff on at the moment. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. you swing you swing by my joint if you want to. I reckon I can find a spot for some of that. Yeah, no, there's um there's, I've got the I've got a good job, I've got good bosses, I I've got a, a good old truck to drive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I just, it's all good. And, um, how would you put it? Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm enjoying life. Yeah. I get home for, get home every weekend. And, um, I get to sleep every night or every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we get, this is, this is a cream job what I got. Life um, is I good. What, yeah, life is good. And, um, the wife's happy. And, yeah, hey, but when, uh, I've never, never asked to do anything that's dicey. Yeah. Yeah, um, you no, know, uh, I'm pretty lucky actually, and uh, got a good little spot. And oh, oh <laughs> they fix these bloody roads up with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll never uh, happen. They've just given me. They've just given me a new chair, and I'm yeah. both. I'm making it work. Yeah, just north of Seymour at the moment. All right, eh? Going, going south, and yeah, she's a road. Oh, you nearly got it done. Oh, I went out to Griffith the other day on the U. Oh, no, so the Newell. Yeah. Yeah, that's another story out there. Well, the front out that way, and it rubbish guts in some of those roads out there. Oh, just, yeah. We'll dedicate a Wednesday to bad roads, I reckon. <laughs> we yeah, should end up in the Thursday, Friday, and through to Saturday, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us yeah. your favourite. Tell us your favourite bit of crap roads. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The state of Victoria. And we'll do we'll do an extended show. I reckon we can go till midnight. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, just anyway. Oh, no, no, yeah. Just, yeah, just beyond a joke, something else. Okay. It is. It, um, yeah, you're trying to keep a good average speed up, and you you just got to slow down. You just you just can't belt them across there. Mm. Yeah. Well, thanks for your call, Mick. Um, yeah. That's all right. 
it's uh, you're good to hear from someone that's actually started to manage that that side of their health and how they're yeah, doing yeah. it. But you, you've got to do it now because it gets harder and harder and try yeah. and get a relationship with a doctor who knows you and it won't become a big shock to you when he when he says, yo, yeah, you know, waves his finger at you and says, you've got to do something and, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's much better than... Like, uh, they're, uh, they're not good people to deal with, believe me. Yeah. Well, I know from my experience, it's much better to deal with the problem from home rather than 2,000 k's away. Yes. Uh, so anyway, yeah. there you go. Thanks for calling in, Mick. We'll catch up with you later, mate. How are you, guys? Right on. Thanks, Mick. There you go, Mick. Hey, what do you reckon? Well, I think that's a good start, you know. Um, it's obvious you, you can do something about it and your doctor's not going to take your licence off you. Um, well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I haven't been back to the doctor for a while, and I should have been, and probably been living a lifestyle in a way that, that has contributed to a few issues, but I know it can be controlled through diet, and that's just something I need to take care of. But, mm. you know, it is hard when you're on the road all the time. Yeah. Particularly with the food available. But well, it's not in, any hard issues. Health. Not even, not even hard. It's not only hard issues or obesity or weight, you know, diet, weight, any of that. But in dental, get get in to see a dentist. Mm. You know, I, I dare you. I yeah. mean, you know, try and try and get to see a dentist to get that tooth filling done on a Saturday. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just, it, it, well, it's bloody hard. It's hard going, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I suppose if we go to a song, now come back. Probably you have a talk to about a few a few of the things that you could you can carry in your truck with you everyday things that you can buy at the pharmacy or the supermarket to uh, to help deal with some things that might come up on the road. All right? Mm. What do you reckon? Let's do it. All right. Bit of wild cherry. Wild cherry. Do you know who that is? You know what they're going to do, no. Mike? No idea. They're going to play some funky music. Oh, good God.
I was nearly going to bring Mike in there because he was singing that tune in the sure. background. I was playing that background. Yeah. Yeah. Here he goes. Oh, goes. Show my eyes. That's what it is. Show my eyes. We used to we used to boogaloo to that sort of stuff. Boogaloo. That's really showing your age <laughs> when you used to boogaloo. <laughs> wow. Oh. 
<laughs> we actually used to go to the blue light discos. Yeah. 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 That's well, is that is that really showing your age now? Is it a blue light disco? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. They still do blue light discos, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. yeah. 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 I've been in I've been in discos with white flares, a black silk shirt, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> mirror yeah, like the mirror balls and bloody flashing coloured tiles on the floor. I was a bit of John Travolta back in the day, mate. Ooh. White. White flares. White flares, mate, absolutely. White, white flares. Earth would possess anyone to wear white flares. They were very, very cool, mate, back in the day. I know, I know, I know, but, then, you know, it's just... But there. how did that happen, Yogi, is that what you're saying? Oh, no, no, I like the idea of it, but I just don't... I like, oh, that'd be dirty by the time I got out of my youth. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I'm sure you don't wear them while you're chaining down a header. <laughs> I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you now, Yogi. You, you, you never arrived at one of these joints in your youth. Let me tell you that. All right, all right, all right. right. What did you arrive at? Well, usually a usually a taxi or something like that, or, or HQ. You know, oh, and well, your white jeans won't get dirty in a taxi, is it? Would it would, well, they might get dirty <laughs> in a taxi today. I don't know. But I mean, well, HQ. You know, we used to. I had a uh, I had an HJ Sandman van. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> is that to help cart some freight around? <laughs> a lot of freight carted in that van, let me tell you. Yeah, you sure about that? <laughs> there were there was things happening in that van, but it had nothing to do with cart and freight, let me tell you that. Right. Okay. No. I'll tell you my, my favourite car that I wish I still owned, I owned an L E Monaro. Burgundy, gold, the gold body, money game wheels, and gold pinstripe, and the, you know the four headlight front, the caprice front on it, and everything. I wish I owned that car now. They're worth about two hundred thousand dollars now. Mm. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it for like five grand and sold it for like four. You know, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. So now it should only still be worth four dollars, uh, four four well, grand, then. The thing that makes me laugh about it, you know, they were, we all thought they were the, we all thought they were the Dutch guts at the time, you know, they were, they were terrible, right. terrible fuel economy, handled like a bloody handled like a, a bucket, you know, it was just ridiculous. So when you buy a, one of these classic cars now, what do you get for your extra hundred ninety five thousand dollars? A headache. Is that all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I look. Old mate Daniel next door with his uh, his e, uh, EJ Ute with the LS1 in it and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, all the mates from the EJ club and everything. I mean, he's got a lot of friendships and they have a lot of fun and they you know, they they get out and they do all that. So it's like it's an interest in. He's built that car from nothing. Yeah, you know, like that 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 car. He he built it, you know, pretty much all of himself and with his help from his mates and everything. And they basically, uh, it's it's. They're more than cars. It's a passion. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. They're more than cars. Whereas, you know, we're truck guys. We're, you know, we're into trucks and things. And it's the same for the guys with historic trucks. They get them and they they spend time, you know, refurbish them and they drive them around. And some of the magnificent trucks, refurb trucks I've seen, you know, on the call in the hall in the Yume and call in the Yume and, and that sort of thing. Just incredible. Um, what, what guys do with their trucks. Mm. Yeah. 
Mind oh, you, I'm trying to work out where I could park. I, mean, I wouldn't mind an old, just an old Daycab W model or something like that. It would be nice. But I don't know. I don't know where I'd park it. I, I, I sort of wouldn't go under the carport, you know. You'd be right out in the street there, Mike. Yeah, yeah, in the street, you reckon? No, just you could even cut a slot in one of the toolboxes, and yeah, that could be a letterbox. Could be, could be. You know, I, I, I think I'd like that. Actually, be able to start it and move it. That'd be good. Mm. A movable letterbox. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah and I'll park the nine up in the driveway, and uh, like the, the top of the bonnet is level with the top of the roller door. Somebody go, it's not going in there anytime soon. <laughs> you don't think you'll sneak it in through the roller door? I don't think I'll sneak it in through the roller door, no. We might have to have it do, do, do a few extensions before that happens. Can't you get it in the backyard? <laughs> no, because there's a carport down beside the back, uh, beside the house to the fence, so I can... I've backed, uh, backed up and put the drives under the carport. Mm. Um, but once again, the uh, the roof of the carport is about level with the top of the bonnet. So it doesn't quite yeah. fit under there. It won't there. go far in there. Fit. No, it won't go far. But mind you, it is good enough if you want to get under and, and uh, have a bit of a clean at the back there and do a bit of stuff and get out of the sun a little bit. I, I do have a uh, like a three by three metre awning thing, which is also very handy for, for uh, putting up beside what you do. We've got to not do what Barry Grimson does, though, uh, and that is get the ladder up beside the truck and then step down and put his foot in the bucket of suds beside the truck. I, I, believe, I believe that's happened. Mm. So there's a, little bit oh. of, there's, there's a little bit of a ferret story for you. I wish someone had taken a photograph of that. Mm. Yeah, right. Barry with a wet foot, that would have been funny. Barry, how are you, mate? Can't Barry be. putting his foot in it. Barry putting his foot in it. Can can get a bit slippery up there on the walk plates and that, can't it? With a bit it can. of truck washing your thongs, apparently they're not yeah. not really no, safety not, boots. Not the smartest move in the world, and of course all that <laughs> buddies, all that stainless we love to put on can have some horribly sharp edges on it too. Mm. Yeah, it can uh, it can bring you undone very very quickly. Yeah, or when you don't realise your sponge has fallen in some grease. <laughs> I've never had that happen. But... Oh, Start doing a few yeah. swirls, wash here, wash there, and you know, it yeah. just gets worse uh, and worse. That. No, yeah. no, nothing for that. Yeah. But I, I, I've always been a big fan of truck washers um, because you can sort of, in 40 minutes, you can get your truck washed, and they generally look pretty good, and you, you, know, you might want to tidy it up and do a bit of rim polishing or something like that, but but apart from that, it's you know, pretty good. Mm. I like anyway. these super chrome rims. They're nice, aren't they? Super mm. chromes. Not too much super. polishing in them. No, there's not a lot of polishing in the super chromes or the Dura Brights. They're pretty good. Mm. Yeah. If you're listening at our tower, that's five hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Bills in the mail. I don't, I don't <laughs> reckon they would be. And I don't reckon they care. Like they got a good old, good old on the market, and they're, uh, yeah. they know their product is good. And then uh, we, yeah, maybe one day we'll have it. Maybe one day. So what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about first aid kits in the truck and the things. Oh yeah, we come back with that. Yeah, that was a good leading. We we seem very semi-professional back there when you said that, Mike. Go to yeah, a possible. So come we'll back have a... with uh, an idea. 
Well, I don't know what you have. You, we, were talking in, we were talking in the break, and I said to Craig, what have you got in your first aid kit? And he said, Band-Aids. No, I've got five. Five Band-Aids. Five, five Band-Aids. And I said, what else have you got in the first aid kit? And you said, bigger Band-Aids. Yeah. Yeah. And then Triple O yeah. written on and the then, front. And Triple O on the front. Once you pass the bigger oh. Band-Aids, you just might as well make a phone call. Well, you get past the point with the big band, yeah. you? <laughs> I've got some scissors and some tape. Have you? A couple of spare fuses too, I think. Yeah. You never know when you might need a fuse yourself, you know. You know. Yeah. I've got... I've always thought better when I've ripped a fuse into me. Yeah. No I've got one of those things you use to dig stuff out of your skin. Right, yep. Not the tweezers, they're not much good. You really need the shovel. You need the you need the you need the sharp bit with the little hook yeah, on the end. Yeah, just of it to, get in there and oh, keep digging till you get right. yeah, them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. If it's any bigger than that, again, go back to the cover. Triple O. Yeah, yeah. What else? That's about it. Is that about it? Oh, I don't know. Saline well, solution, few, isn't there, he? I don't even know. Is you drink that or? What? What's that? The saline solution. You drink what it, that, you idiot. What do you What do you do with that? <laughs> you drink idiot. it. No, so you wash it up, it's for no, dehydration. No, saline solution is like uh, is like uh, it's what they call isotonic solution. In other words, it won't it won't uh, react with your body. It's it's something that's neutrally balanced to your body. Oh, you use it, is that what that means? It's isotonic. So you isotonic. So, yeah. So you use that to rinse out a cut with, for example, get the dirt out of it. And, you know, basically uh, wash around the wound. You get a little bit of gauze and you sort of give it a little bit of a wipe and you can sort of blast away the blood. Usually it's got a little plastic bottle and you just twist the end off it and you can squirt it away, you know, like use it like a little pressure washer, just a you know. Mm. For like around the alternator or something? or Yeah, yeah, definitely use it on your alternator. Right. Why not? Blow the dirt out. Blow some dirt out of your alternator with the saline oh. solution. Crikey, yeah, it's like mother. mechanics, you know, the body, you're all this. It's all it just rolls in together, doesn't it? Your old mate will love you for it, believe me. Mm. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> you know, don't, don't go saying that. So maybe someone out there will just go and do it. Right, so now you've got to say don't. Don't use don't, that on your alternator. Definitely don't. Don't use saline on your alternator. Definitely do use saline if you want to wash something out of your eye. Mm. If you don't have, yep. if you don't have an eye wash or something like that, you can get some saline out of your, out of your, um, your first aid kit and squirt in your eye. You know how sometimes now this is this will tell you something that's very simple. You know how we get an eyelash on your eyeball, right? Mm. Yeah. So the best way to the best way to get rid of it is use your eye wash. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it actually makes sense now. So it's not you, not pluck your eyelashes. It's actually no, right. No, give yourself a bit of a squirt in the eye with the saline. Yeah. And uh, and either that or get someone to smack you in the hand and make you cry. Right. Because it'll have the same effect. Same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So that <clears throat> that'll that'll work for that. Now the other there are other things that you should have in your first aid kit. You should have some emodium. Right. Now these. You can buy Imodium over the counter at the pharmacy or Gastro Stop, it's often sometimes called. Um, have, a, oh. have a packet of that in there. I was going to say, what's Imodium? <laughs> well, Gastro Stop. So, right so uh, obviously, uh, we all have this problem. Sometimes we get a little bit of barley belly. You'll get that dodgy uh, 
that dodgy bit of bain marie food sometimes, and it'll mm. it'll, it'll cause you to uh, to uh, have the runs. Yep. You know, whip a couple of emodium into yourself, and uh, you'll be feeling better in no time. And and if you have to keep going, give yourself another one later on, and, and uh, that'll just about fix anyone up. And if it doesn't fix anyone up, then you should really go to go to a yeah, hospital and bigger. then yeah, yeah. You know, it might be something bigger. Mm, but, uh, but usually a bit of emodium is, is very, very handy. Nothing worse, as we all know, nothing worse than being in a truck on the road away from home and having the runs. Mm. Absolutely nothing worse. Yeah, literally nothing worse. Unscheduled stops. Unscheduled pit stops. Mm. Um, Something else that you should have, which you can get um, from the pharmacy, go the next time you just go through the pharmacy, pick yourself up a bottle of oil of cloves. Oil of cloves. Just go and ask the pharmacist for a bottle of oil of cloves and put that in your first aid kit. Now, this stuff tastes like absolute, it's terrible. Tastes terrible. But if you've got a toothache, you can get some oil of cloves on a cotton wool bud and rub it around the gum and over the teeth. It's great for loose fillings. If you lose a filling, put it in the filling hole. But absolutely, absolutely deadens the nerves. It's the best anaesthetic in your mouth that you can ever come across. So I'd assume that Cotton wool buds are an essential cotton, too. Then for cotton you, cotton wool buds are an essential, uh, an essential as well. But don't use cotton wool buds on open cuts and things like that because they leave little fibres in there. Oh yeah, that's adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're better off to have some. You need some gauze. You need some cotton wool buds. Um, and you and you might you, know, you, you you'll you'll benefit as well if you've got um, got some. Uh, some uh, insect bite antihistamine cream um, for in- insect bites like mosquito bites and-, and things like that. You can just rub on, and and obviously some disinfectant like some uh, uh, I can't even think of the name of it now. Dettol vodka. Dettol, yeah, bit of Dettol, bit of vodka, bit of vodka, maybe some whiskey. Mm. Oh, whiskey. Uh, but, mm. but some uh, but some uh, some betadine. I was trying to think of. Ah, betadine. Bit of betadine ointment you can sort of put on there, put it under. So if you get yourself a little cut, rather than just putting a band aid on it, take the time to clean it properly, then put a drop of betadine on it, and then put the band aid over the top. Yeah, that, uh-huh. that seems very technical, but that seems like a very good idea, though. So, Mike, well, gonna... you would have been yeah. quite a handy um, two up driver to have for some of these mishaps, eh? Well, yeah. I've been, I have done some treatment on the side of the road with some people over the years. Yeah, it's all been fairly handy. Mm. Um, but all this stuff, I mean, there's, there's there's plenty of internet resources for you as well. If you're in phone service, you can Google what to do if, you know. And then, of course, there's the oh, SOS. Yeah. There's an SOS app that you can get on your phone um, to uh, to get help to you, so you don't even have to know where you are. Just that, that's a good app. That. That's one thing I've got. I don't like apps at all. Yeah. yeah. But but that is a good app to know your latitude and longitude, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, once you if you can tell if you can tell the emergency services that they can find you wherever you are. You don't need to know the nearest cross street. Yeah. You don't need to know whose brown dog it is running up and down up the road. They can tell yeah. them where it is, and they can cross references on a map, and they'll send someone straight to you. That's, uh, that's mm-hmm. that mine's emergency plus is mine. Yeah, that's mine. the one. That's the yeah. one. Emergency, emergency plus. Yep. 
very, very handy. I think they have one too. It's called What Three Words. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't heard that one. So it can pinpoint you to a three square metre um, spot. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's the same, same, same deal. Yeah. The other thing too is to have in your phone um, stored under the term ICE, I-C-E, in case of emergency, who to call, the number. Oh, yeah. Because no one knows. I mean, if, if 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 I come across you on the side of the road after you've had your crash or whatever, yeah, I don't, you know, unless I can find your wallet, you know, I'm not really interested in looking for your wallet. If I can find your phone, because it's usually in your pocket or something like that, or or, yeah. or in, you know, in the truck mount, and I can find ice, or I can see who your boss is on the door of the truck or whatever, I've got a phone number to ring. Mm. But ICE, ICE works anywhere. It works if you have something happen in the supermarket, for example. Mm. It's just one of those things that people that people start to look for these days, ICE in case of emergency, or AAA. So it's the very first number in your phone in your phone diary, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that one. Which is, so. which is good because if they just go to your, your uh, contacts or recents, mm. So now if if someone was to pick my phone up, they'd call Yogi. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call me, I won't answer. But Don't yeah. call me, he won't answer. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. And then they'd actually call you, Mike. Yeah. And then they'd call Colette. Then they'd call Colette, yeah. yeah. Or they'd <laughs> call one three hundred or they'd call Transport for New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure would be very helpful at night. One three hundred phone of one three hundred phone a friend. Look, I mean, there, there are some. There is. I would suggest to, to everyone, anyone that's listening, if they're interested, go and have a think about what it is that you do, where you go, and what the likelihood of you having a, having assistance straight away. I mean, how long do you want to put up with a toothache? And the answer, that's probably not very long. Mm. So you don't have a toothache right now, but I'll tell you what, if you if you do, you wish to Christ you'd bought yourself some Isle of Clothes. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So, I, didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Maybe yeah. you should write an article huh? on this, Mike. It seems very well, yeah, interesting. I actually have written articles on this. Right. Yeah, well, maybe you should get a magazine. You can write articles for them. Maybe yeah. I should get a magazine and, and, and throw... And throw then you could publish it. it. I. Actually, no, Blake. He's an editor of a magazine. Yeah, we we can get. I'll send him. I'll send you the details. Send me the details. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I might. I might put it in. I might put it in because I mean I have written this stuff before, but uh, I mean it's 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 one of those things. Once the 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 time we're making decisions about what to do is not when it's all going pear shaped around you. Mm. Yeah. If you have if you have a think about you know what do I do if and have a plan. Um, you can uh, you can give yourself a cue card in the door the door slip of the truck. You know what do I do in the event of a fire? What do I do? Yeah, you know, what do I do if if someone's feeling sick? What do I do if I'm feeling sick? You know, and have a think about what it is that you want to do, and have a think about where you're going, and have a think about you know what what's going on with you. And as we said, the, the best thing you can do is have the conversation with your doctor. Have your conversation with your partner as well because they've got a right to know what's going on, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, you know, we, we're we very good at it. We don't 
Yeah, I know. I've been I've been very good at it. I got I got uh, like A plus for keeping shit to myself. Really? You know? oh, so yeah. you're top of the class. I was when it come to when it come to having the difficult conversations about my health. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because I was just like everyone else. I depended on my income as a truck driver. Mm. Yeah. You know, you get used to living a certain lifestyle. Yeah, you, you get yep. used to being able to do a certain amount of things, and you worry what will happen. You know, if I go and talk to the doctor about the fact that I've been having these random chest pains, mm. now I know what's going to happen. You know, he's going to want me to go and do a bloody ECG, and he's going to want me to go and do bloody cardiac. You know, get, get take a couple of days off work and go and have a you know an angiogram maybe, or do a stress test, or see a cardiologist or blah, 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 right? <laughs> you know? And bigger than being either. Mm. You know? And, 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 the, and the worst part about it is I might end up without a license at the end of it. You know? So I understand. I understand. 100%. You know what, Dave? I wished I'd done it before I had the heart attack. Would have been smarter. Mm. Yeah. Because even here's the, here's the thing, right? We have one life. Now, I'm a case. I'm a case study in being able to change the direction and do things. We can all do it. It's just that the, it's the it's the willingness to confront what's going on and the willingness to maybe change direction. I love driving trucks. I miss it. You've got you've got no idea how much I'm looking forward with once I get the shoulder sorted out. I went and saw the surgeon today. Everything's back where it's supposed to be. I'm starting strengthening exercise tomorrow. I'll be out terrorising. Ter- I'll be terrorising tourists in no time flat. Right? Um, I cannot wait to get back up in the seat and be staring out over that bonnet again. I love it. I absolutely love it. And the thought that 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 might I might not be able to do that is one of the reasons why I I kept it all to myself. But you've got to you've got to get past it. You really do, because we've only got one life, and while it would be a pain in the ass and while it would be terrible if things have to change, at least if they change, you're around to see the change. You're still there to see your kids. You're still there to see those people that love you. You might not be driving a truck for a little while, but you won't, you, you'll get through. And that's what it's all about. And there are people to help you. There are people to help you. You're not on your own. You just have to ask for the help. You can't, you know, people, they don't have ESP. So go and have the health checks on the side of the road, health in gear and healthy heads in trucks and sheds and all that sort of thing. Mm. And, um, and there is, on their, on their sites, there are some great meal advice and even yeah. um, healthy heads are doing some stuff there with BP, yep. you know, where they are providing some healthier meals. So if anything, go and check it out to see what's actually available and then maybe yeah. if you're not at a BP you might be able to talk to your a regular truck stop about providing something that's a bit better. Yeah. And I, I have no some Casey's hard work to eat. Kind of half decent on the East Coast, I know that. It's very yeah. difficult. Up up the East yeah. Coast is is shocking, you know. But the best thing you can do is pull the slab of meat out of a hamburger and eat that and throw the rest away. Mm. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's true actually. Cut your calories and eat half the bread. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. But, but one of the one of the problems now we have too is that we 
we're getting larger and larger combinations all the time. We're running eight doubles up and down the, the east coast here. Yeah. And and the places where it's you road train, pull Shaggy, up, they are. Road train, Shaggy. Road, road train. No. I, just a, I just had a sip of a drink when we said that. And choked. <laughs> so, so the places where we was, used to be able to go aren't, aren't easy anymore. Yeah. You know, you can't duck off the highway into that little secluded spot that you might have known in a single because yeah. you're in an A-double, road train, yeah. whatever you yeah. want to call it. It's still the yeah. same thing. Um, you just don't have that luxury, not only to go there, but you're just not allowed to go yeah. off the road. Just, there used to be a heap of good cafes and truck stops up the East Coast, up the Pacific Highway. You'd slip into some of them. That was great. I remember them. Mm. But, I mean, all, all that got bypassed and we all just live in yeah. a concrete jungle now. But, yeah. yeah. But there's oh, still some we... great places. Like Moorlands is still a great spot to eat. Yeah. If you can get there in the combination that you're in. Yeah. What, what are you trying to like... do here, tech guy? Are you thinking we should drop the combination back to singles? We should all be singles? Or... Well... I think we should, I think we should actually. Oh, I'd, I'd be all for it, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, yeah we, there's a whole conversation we could have. Like, we've got 20, 25 minutes in the show, man. If, yeah. Don't even start me about oh, the here we go. Well, how about I we mean, go a little bit bigger and just say, how about we just drop the states? <laughs> drop the states. <laughs> so if we get rid of the states and go yeah, back what, to wait. one national law for transport, then oh, you probably on, won't Hang have the problem. Hang on a minute. Have you, you spoken to a psychologist lately? <laughs> have your fella talking like that? Yep. Hang on. <laughs> but, but, you know... You're riding off our GFC over there on these coast, so yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but only because you're digging up the country and selling it. That's right. That's right. Ah, you well no. rocked up there in the Pilbara. Who cares? We'll dig it up. Keep digging. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So there you Nothing go. Like, Put that like shifting a bit of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how about we go to a song? We'll come back and talk some of these bigger things, Mike. Well, mate, it's been a shit week on, like, on uh, news.com, mate. There's a heap of tragedies happened there to talk about today. Oh, oh, we'll come, how about we'll finish, we'll finish the show off with that? Let's have a talk about wage oh, theft next Wednesday. Let's do that Wait. next Wednesday. Wait. Wage theft. Yeah, let's do it next Wednesday. Oh, wage no. theft. Yeah, let's get into it. Cool. That's going to be a big topic, that one, and I reckon there's a few people that will be very happy to come on. And uh, anyway, we'll go to a song, Smash Me because we're all stars, eh? Yeah, why not? Told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Back to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now Wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ 
Looking out a hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get We're back. We're back. <laughs> Yogi overstepped the mark there, but luckily I didn't I have did, you I didn't did. have you put in there. So I'll shut up. I was I was yeah. tempted to answer him. You said we're coming back, and I said no, I'm not answering you. I just said he's solid. Always, you know, always I've, got, I've got to go and buy. I've got to go and buy another set of earphones. One keeps dying, so I've got one in the ear and one in oh. one ear on the yeah. other. Not in the ear. We've got a bit of. Uh, yeah. So in answer to your question, oh. you know, you, yeah, the pictures did come through, and I've got to ask you why you sent me the same pictures four times. But anyway, that's another issue. Hey? Well, they're obviously good pictures if you sent them four times. They were, no, I, no, I didn't. I, I, I sent you some file photos is what I was trying to say. You, you did. And they came through four times. Um, four times? <laughs> really? Which one is just about to click, 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 and I'm thinking, well, these, these pictures are pretty good. Oh, they're 12 megabyte files. Oh, that'll be all right. Four times. Yeah, great. Thank oh, you. Right. Well, I've yeah. only got it three times on one or one, two, so I'll send them around. Don't send them again. Yeah. Right, <laughs> hey. No, 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 no. All right, so next next Wednesday, because we're not going to do it on Saturday night, Saturday night is supposed to be a little bit light, right? Wednesday night. A little bit stuff. funny. Next week, we're going to talk about Wage theft, kilometre rates, and bloody all that sort of stuff. We're going to get stuck right into it. So we'll do that next week. It's, just, it's not a subject that we can cover in 20 minutes. I don't even want to get into it for 20 minutes. 
But prepare yourselves. But prepare yourself. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yourself. We'll, we'll push this on social. We'll push we'll it on a little social. bit of a dust up with it because I, I don't, I, well, I, I'm a different cat, cattle yeah. fish, I'm a different cat. But I don't yeah. think, I don't think pay by the hour works. I, I think pay by the K works for me. Pay by the K? Yeah, I, I don't work on hourly hire. My K, my K rate that I charge is way better than by the hour. Yes, but you're an owner driver. Don't start me. Don't start me. <laughs> no, no, let's the save it for Wednesday. Don't start me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, don't start me. Have you got that song teed up? Start me. Oh, we've got to get another <laughs> one going. <laughs> start me up. First start off, what? Oh, I'll have... tell you what, Yagi, I was going through some stuff here earlier. I found a bit more house music of yours. So next time we've got to cut him off, we'll just we'll just put it put that in there instead. Yeah, yeah right, right. No, or, I think or, you should. You sh- or, uh, we should. Yeah, no, no, just cut me off. <laughs> cut him <laughs> off. Cut me off. Uh, well, no, it'd be, be interesting to see where our listeners are. Uh, as far as uh, what they believe is right or wrong, uh, yeah. what they get charged and they don't get charged, yeah. and where they sit. Because, I mean, we're, we've all heard the stories that you, know, you drive a big-class truck and not get paid a lot, but you drive a big-class truck. So I don't know if that if that is still evidence. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. it. We'll talk about it. You're cutting into me. You're cutting into me news. Got oh. We're going to have a crack at this. Oh, sorry, that's right. So we give him, we give him right a silence, everyone. Yeah. Righto, let's stop talking about some good stuff and go to Mike's crap. <laughs> we haven't got time for it, dude. It's not something you can cover in 15 we minutes. We got time for your crap either, but here we oh, go. I know. We can cover 48 news items at news.com in 15 minutes, so let's go. Mm. Righto, Mike. Shoot. No, no, I'm done now. I'm not going to say nothing. Oh, listen to this, yeah. No, Just bat and ball. Throw it out of the seat. Oh, gee. Oh, Not again. On and chuck on news.com. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, right, there's a hot... I want to tell you, too, that there's a hot property for sale, right? Mm-hmm. It's, up on, it's up on the Goldie. Right. Up on the Goldie. And, and it's got an airstrip. It's got its own 900-metre airstrip. It's got a hangar that's capable of accommodating up to seven light aircraft. On the Gold Coast. On the Goldie, mate, that's a place called Sedona, right? It's in Nobbish Creek. 47 hectares located just over the Queensland-New South Wales border. And it is just beautiful. Near Mermaid Beach, apparently, wherever the hell that is. It's on the market for $14.1 million. Oh, is that all? I reckon. Yeah, no, that's all. And I reckon that we should buy it as the new headquarters, right? We can sort of, it's got a sprawling property, apparently, so we wouldn't even have to see each other. How many houses? It's got a a main five-bedroom residence, which has been recently renovated, but there's there's multiple doors and all that sort of thing. There's a self-contained second residence that has a bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, living room, and all that sort of thing. There's Mm. room to put up, there'd be room to put another one in there. There's exquisite views of the... uh, of the ranges and manicured lawns and all that sort of stuff. Oh, let's buy it. Bit mm-hmm. of a pool. I think we should. I think we should. I think we should sell candle trucking. Mm-hmm. We should. So I don't like yeah, that. Right. Eh? So, so, so how much was it, Mike? Fourteen point one million. Oh, cool. Because uh, I haven't even 
clean the change out of the 104 yet, so I'm pretty sure we'll be able to cover that. Well, yeah, no, so that's that's just that's just set of console change, that is. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we could advertise the Purple 900 as seen on TV worth $28 million. Mm. That's right. So, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, imagine the truck and life HQ. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> right, hey, yeah. so there's other stuff. Yeah. There is a, there there's is other more. stuff. There's more. No, look, wait, there's, <laughs> but wait, there's more. The uh, the Barista Brothers uh, coffee, iced coffee. Oh, uh, here we go. All that sort of stuff, mate. That made by our good friends at Coca-Cola. Um, that's it. Today, it's officially over. If you drink your Barista Brothers today, mate, that's the last one you're going to get. It's finished. Really? No more. No more Barista Brothers. Did people buy it? Apparently, it was a trading favourite, apparently. Well, obviously, here's me thinking they were some kind of barista brothers, like a couple of brothers working in Western <laughs> Sydney, just getting the milk from the cows and <laughs> taking it to market. And it's not a... No, it was coke. Apparently, there weren't enough tradies, there weren't enough tradies drinking it to, uh, to uh, make it work. You're you ready for this? How, yeah. how dare they? That'll be coming from someone that never drank it. Be coming from someone that never drank it. You know, I, 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 we in Western Australia, we've got the most flavoured milk in the world. Do you? Western Australia, yeah, we've got them everywhere, and there's yeah. multiple different. Well, you've got nothing on these cars and nothing else around the world. Everyone been in the field, like this oh, is more no. nice coffee, and they've mm-hmm. got it none. The dare favourite, the dare flavoured milk in in South Australia is pretty pretty popular. The dare, no, that's everywhere. The dare, the, the dare, dare is everywhere. They're, they're all over Australia. Yeah. They're and then we had, then we had, there was the Big M. Remember the Big M? Mm-hmm. Well, is it the is it Masters or the Big M? Because there's there's Masters milk in Western Australia, that's and it's different. The Big M. No, I don't reckon it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big M was anyway, a brand. They were sold off. It was owned by. Oak or something like that, wasn't it? And then dairy farmers yeah, bought it, and it, then it was, yeah, it was, uh, it, was. Yeah. it was, it was, it was. Just, mil- just milk in a bottle. Well, milk in a carton, you know, in a like a paper carton. Bottle carton, same dog, same, same dog, same, same, same dog, different bark. Hmm. Now, the other, here's the next, here's the next bit of earth-shattering news. <laughs> Back on dot com again. Yeah, of course we are. We haven't left dot com. on news dot com. Yeah, absolutely. This is an amazing website. Look, I'll be amazed. amazed. You want to know what the bit of earth-shattering news from Wimbledon is? In the life of like history-making, earth-shattering, uh, equal events and all that sort of stuff? Oh. Some Sheila wore, wore black underwear on the court of Wimbledon today. No way. Oh, well, that's not good. No, that's mm. against the rules, isn't it? Yeah, well, it was. Is that like throwing a ball at the stumps when, when you're finishing a cricket game? Don't even start me on that. Oh, mate, was out. Like he, he was, was out. out. Absolutely like out. out. Like, like, as far as it goes, well, you can't just go, oh, look, I'll put me back down and, and bar leave. Like, yeah, but this bloke this this that's having a sook about getting out tried to do the very same thing earlier on, and he actually did it to a player in another match. And the commentators reckon he, you know, he had great vision for seeing the opportunity to get the player out. How dare the pom sook 
Pardon up, you bastards. Mm. I'll tell you what, I mean, if there'd be a couple of tickets available at Lord's now, the way they'll carry on my blogs, <laughs> wouldn't it, over there? You know? Yeah, you've been oh, sitting there waiting for someone to God. leave so that you can get your membership through. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, they'll be, yeah, they'll be, yeah. They'll be like the Eagles tickets. There'll be thousands on me. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what a bunch of bloody sooks. I mean, the guy was out. He was out. End, he was end out. off. End as, off. A, as a wicked keeper. Hard enough. Yeah. Now, back on the tennis, Roger Federer was told off for, wear, for, for wearing white shoes with orange soles in 2013. So these rules have been around since the 1800s, right? Yeah, basically to minimise the sweat stains. Women have objected in recent years, um, and there's other threats of other. There's issues about other sorts of stains, apparently. Um, and so now this girl's worn black underpa- underwear, and uh, the, the Princess of Wales and Roger and his wife Marika are in the stand, and they applauding. They're applauding. They've announced the new rules. I reckon it's fantastic. You can wear black undies. On the court at Wimbledon, ground-shattering, earth-breaking news. That is. Oh, there you yeah. go. There's mm-hmm. that one. Okay. Um, didn't you know? Do not know there was rules to what colour underwear you could wear. Well, yeah, it's got to be all white. Yep. It was all white. It had to be yep. all white. Yeah, yep. fair, fair. If you don't want to buy by the rules, don't play. Fair <laughs> so, no, fair enough. <laughs> Mate, it wouldn't matter. I can tell you now, it wouldn't matter what colour underwear I wore at Wimbledon. <laughs> I reckon I'd be out at the end of the first match. I'd be collapsed in a heap on the ground. Mm. Anyhow, I'd have more it's than not, a four nice. on grass. It's, the plane it's, on grass is a bit slower. Yes. Have, it wouldn't matter how bloody slow it was. Have you seen the speed some of these blows serve at? I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd, they'd serve at me and I'd look at it and go, what the hell was that? As it went past me and smacked into the back wall. Mm. It's nice to believe you could be there to start yeah. with, Mike. Yeah. But... Do, you know, do, you know, do you know what that would have been? 15 well, lovers. Well, that would have been. <laughs> 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 oh, 30 lovers. Yeah. And it's yeah. all over. Yeah, that's right. So there's been chaos as there's been cocaine found in the White House. Who would have thought, eh? The White House with the White House. In the White House. Are they allowed to wear white in the White House? I don't know, mate, but the White House was forced to a brief evacuation. There's cocaine in the White House, and they've they obviously got white uh, pants on at the White House having a white race. They're in cocaine pants. Cocaine. The White House. So mm-hmm. I, I reckon Biden's son must have been in the White House if they had <laughs> cocaine in there. <laughs> but I shouldn't say that, should I? So I hope he's not. He'd have to be a fair age, wouldn't he? Biden's but son. his son. What? Biden's only been in, like, in. in 49 years or somebody think he's been in public service in the States, but, of course, everything was drugs sold, so... Don't nah, care. well, Biden's about 103. Well, he's going oh. to have to be fairly old, surely. Yeah, tw- 25. Oh. <laughs> it's nearly like the king getting his new job, isn't it, at like 70 yeah. or 80 or whatever he is. That, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I've really got to pay more attention. You do. No, no, so? you're a bit older... He's a bit older than that. I wouldn't be paying any more attention. Who's now, older? Biden's son. Oh, the AFL roll here. Keep the, the dot com coming. <laughs> the, AF, the AFL, in the AFL, AFL news, I've got to turn the Dodge Ram head off. Just hang on. I've, just got a, I've, I've had a bit of a meltdown here. My, my, my laptop's gone nuts. I've turned the Dodge Ram off. Ram Police are investigating a nude photo leak 
of more than 45 players in the AFL. 45 uh, players? What? 45, 45 past and present players have had Good photos man. of their nudes leaked on social media. Right? Now, have mm. a think about that. Why do 45 of these players, former and current players, have nudes of, of themselves floating around? Um, maybe some people like to be nude. I don't know. The AFL, the AFL has confirmed the integrity unit is investigating and the police and the e-safety commissioner. No, sorry. The, the what? The e-safety e- commissioner? The, e- the e-safety commissioner. Wow. Is the that AFL electronic is, safety commissioner? I expect that it probably is, yeah. Mm. The report states that several clubs have contacted the AFL once images have begun circulating. The AFL has been made aware of private and personal injury, injuries, private and personal images of past and present players being distributed and shared illegally without their consent after being contacted oh. by a number of AFL clubs. Yeah. It's like that, it's like that Sheila. Remember the bloke took the photo of the Sheila with the brow around her neck? Oh, won't show me, mates. Don't worry about it. Mm. Oh, no. What happened then? You showed all his mates the photo of this bird with a brow mowing around it. Who would have thought oh, that that could have happened? Who would have thought, who'd have thought that that could happen? On a, on, you know? Yeah. Who would have thought? They're just I've nudes. Got... Like, really? Yeah. Like, no, we've no, all no, got no, the sure, same stuff. Sure, have you read that right? It's not the nude E. No, no, it's, a, it's the nudie. E safety nudie. Nudie the safety nudie, nudie run. You know that you know. Breaking news! Breaking news! I'd say that all three of us are nude under our clothes. You know, fair dinkum. It's probably a bit like we all get old at a rate of a second per second. And that's why, Mike, you need extra band aids in your first aid kit to cover up your bits and bigger band aids as well, just in case you get caught somewhere (laughs) at a AFL grand final match and someone wants to hang a medal off you. You got room to cover up your bits. That's right. Newfound uh, respect for Sunrise host Natalie Barr. Now that's a big statement because you know Natalie uh, Natalie is not a uh, a journalist that or television person that's reported off well. Newfound respect. She got stuck in the elbow over rising interest rates and cost of living pressure. She oh, said to him, "Do you want to?" You want to start that again? Right? <laughs> she got stuck in her elbow. I've got newfound respect for Natalie Barr after she got stuck into the Prime Minister. We hear this morning, Prime Minister, that students are pretending to go to the toilet at school and then they are rummaging through other kids' bags to steal their lunches. This is happening yeah. under your watch. That'll probably be Labor voters. That steals mm. shit straight out of your trousers, they will. Mm. Um, anyway, they the, uh, your time. well, they will. And they're blaming the government. I thought that the uh, no child living in poverty, I thought Bob Orr fixed that back in 1990. Maybe they were wrong. Who knows? But anyway, yeah. Natalie got stuck into him. I didn't see the interview, but I do plan to watch it. It would very, very, be very, very interesting. Just to wrap up before we go, the uh, police officer that tasered that 95-year-old lady and she ultimately died... Christian White's name is, appeared in the Tumor local court today by video link. Somehow or another, he managed to talk the prosecution into allowing him to appear by a video link. The, uh, the magistrate went off his dial and said, who runs this court, you or me? To Ms Stewart, he asked the Crown Prosecutor, Sally Stewart, 
in a raised voice. He wanted to know why this this uh, police officer didn't appear in person. And I think that he really should have appeared in person. And I've got to ask questions when a police officer can't disarm a 90-year-old woman with a bloody steak knife. I mean, seriously. Get a grip. Yeah. Yeah, or, or turn up. Turn up. Apparently, apparently, he aimed the taser at her and he's telling her to stop, stop, stop. This is an old lady with dementia, right? Stop, 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 stop. Not something she's going to take any notice of. And then he said, bugger it. Apparently, he said, bugger it. And then squeezed the trigger and tased her. Oh, So I hope they throw the book at this guy. Personally. Hmm. Anyway, that's that one. Let's, Let's. Let's be done there. It's two minutes to the hour. Another four news.com stories yet. Oh, oh look, I can, I can go on, mate. We can go on. There's more. But, I mean, we want to wrap up a little bit, I suppose. And uh, some, yeah. Just and where we're going to go next week with our Wednesday night story on wage yeah. theft. Yes. Ooh. Well, wage theft, well, wage theft and does drive in a shiny banger mean you get paid properly? And I'd say the answer to that's probably no. Mm. no I don't. But anyway, no, let's no, see no. how we go. Get your ammo ready, good yeah. people. Hunters mm. along the road already. Have a think about your health and going and seeing a doctor and having that frank conversation with your doctor. And have a think about what's in your first aid kit. And look out for the article in the November issue of Truck and Life because it'll be there. Mm. Sweet. I don't know. There you That's go. It? That's it. We're done. Are Wednesday. we really? We done? I don't know. I suppose. Time for, time for another beer or what? No. Oh, on the radio, <laughs> we're just in yeah. healthy choices, Mike. Healthy choices. It's low carb beer. Is it? Oh, that's Better good. Beer. That's right. Yeah. Has honey whiskey got sugar in it? Probably. Probably in the name, I would say. Honey. Purely on the first bit. Yeah, but that's it's honey, best. not sugar. It doesn't say sugar whiskey. No. Hey, get, get an app on your phone and Google it. Like, so I've got, I've got a more fitness stuff. And you scan the barcode and it tells you how many calories and how bad it is. I don't really? want to know about that. That's bad. Well, why would you want to know about that? You've got to count calories. Whenever I want to lose weight, that's what I do. Count calories. Mm. That's what happened. Yeah, I count them too. I'll stop eating. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know when you uh, calories yeah. by lunchtime, you know it's going to be a long day. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Right, we'll be back. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, hello, I'm Sarah Patterson. The coalition is ramping up its criticism of major businesses over their support of the Indigenous voice to Parliament. A number of big companies are backing the advisory body and have donated money to the Yes campaign. Federal opposition leader Peter Dutton says business leaders have lost touch with.